brute force. If it doesn't work, you're just not using enough. You're listening to Software Radio, special operations military news, and straight talk with the guys in the community. Prep Radio on time, on target. This is one of those interviews that's a long time coming, really. I mean, yeah. we get plenty of requests of you guys got to get Max Martini on. I mean, so many people in this audience have seen your films, everything from Saving Private Ryan to 13 Hours, Pacific Rim, Captain Phillips. Those are those are really just the military movies, and it goes on. I mean, he was I, Inspector. He was on The Unit. I was not aware until I looked at IMDb. You were in one of the Shades of Grey movies or... Uh, <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah, so he's, I mean, he's done an interesting body of work. Anyway, the reason that we're having Max Martini on is because his latest film is Sergeant Will Gardner, which, which this audience is going to love if you haven't seen it already. Comes out on Blu-ray and DVD on February 19th. And, uh, and like you said, this really is a long time coming because the first time I heard about Will Gardner was from Tom and Scott Spooner when they were on this show a long time ago, maybe five years ago. And mentioned that Max Martini was trying to get this film made. And I mean, here we are, you know, I think it, it really is like five years later. And I mean, this film, this is really your baby, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it really is, man. I mean, it, it, you know, it may it may be longer than five years, actually. I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to guess about six or seven. But, you know, but t- well, I met Scott and Tom on Facebook, I think. Mm-hmm. We were, we've known each other now for so long that we're trying, we, none of us could actually remember, but I'm pretty sure it was Facebook. And, you know, at the time I was doing a, um, you know, I was sort of campaigning to try to, to, to uh, locate financiers that would donate to charity that would, that would give profits to charity. And Tom and Scott, uh, you know, read the script and, and, and offered to, uh, to assist in that. And, and, and we've just become great friends and, and actually Tom's charity is one of the charities that we're giving to now that we're, we're up and running. Uh, Warrior Heart? Warriors Heart. Yeah. They're based out of Texas. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar, but they're, they're doing just amazing yeah. work. And, yeah. and, uh, and so really happy to know that the money's going to Tom and, and to uh, his organization. Which I should point out that 30% of the film's proceeds go to charities like that, helping veteran TBI, PTSD, and homelessness, which is pretty cool. I mean, this is your baby. This is a film that you star in, direct in, wrote, uh, and produced. So, I mean, it's it, th- this is something I know that, that is near and dear to you. Yeah, it's been it's been a, a, just a, a, a pretty incredible journey, man. You know, I mean, it's like trying to find people that will give back to charity in my business uh, is is tough. And and so uh, but we, we we finally, you know, got a hold of a couple of financiers that that, uh, 
you know, really uh, have a have a soft spot for the military and and uh, and jumped on board with us. And and uh, the movie's doing great. You know, it, it was uh, it, the, the veteran community is really embracing it, which is what I was hoping would happen. And, and you know, and the word uh, is spreading quickly. And and um, and so, you know, in my mind, uh, getting the thing made in the, you know, in the first place is a, is a huge success, but, but the success really comes in the give back, you know, phase of this journey. So hopefully once we, we start getting profits to charities, I'll be, uh, I'll be smiling. I, uh, I just got the link to the film this morning, so I'm only halfway through it. I got to finish it when I get home tonight. What struck me was, you know, based on your, your other roles where you play a soldier, you play a badass, you're in the thick of the action. This film, uh, it, it seems to me almost like, uh, when Clint Eastwood did, uh, Unforgiven, that it's sort of like the other, the flip side of that character that you've spent so much time playing. You know, it's where does his story go after that? Well, you know, it's what's what I kind of what what I wanted. You know, I'm always playing tier one guys, right? So, you know, the the my what I wanted to do was tell a story about a regular infantry guy that that you know someone that that you know makes up the bulk of our military and uh, and that comes home and the, the you know the the thing. I guess the riddle that I had to solve was that, you know, I wanted to show uh, a character that had minor TBI, minor PTS that was, you know, displaced. I wanted to touch on, on all the conditions that some of our soldiers face post-combat and, and show a journey that was, that was one of healing and, that would inspire others to, uh, to come forward, uh, for help, but, but show this character's potential. So show his potential, uh, to be a father, show his potential to, to, to have companionship, show his potential to be employed. And, uh, you know, and to accomplish that in two hours, you know, you really can only touch on certain things. So, so the conditions were not debilitating, but, uh, but it was a, you know, I think the movie serves as a reminder that, look, it's not front page news anymore, but there's still staggering numbers of veterans that are out there that are still in need of assistance at this stage of the game. And, and you know, and, and look, man, thank God for, uh, you know, charities like the, the three that we're supporting. And I'll talk about them if, if you want. But yeah, the, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that, that they're making up for where the VA may be failing. You know, I, I've had friends that have had tremendous experiences with the VA, but then I've had so many that have, have not. And, uh, and so we have these foundations that are picking up and, and, uh, you know, we're, we're needed and, and, uh, and it's really important that we support them, you know? That's great. So uh, do you want to talk a little bit about how this movie did come together? I'm, I'm just kind of interested in, you know, where you got the idea for this character. As, as I said, he's totally different than, well, not totally different, but very different than your other characters. Um, and how you wrote the script and, and put this whole project together. Yeah. So, you know, there were, look, I've had two uh, profound moments in my life. Uh one was uh, I did Saving Private Ryan a long time ago. I think you mentioned that, and they and and you know when I uh, had this experience while at the premiere talking to these these World War II vets, and and you know in that movie. Uh, 
I think I walked into the theater as one guy and I walked out of the theater as another guy. And it really, truly made, you know, but that the movie it's in itself and the conversations with the veterans made me, uh, it changed me. It changed my politics. It changed my, my opinion, you know, of our military and, 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 and made me understand the, ne- the necessity uh, the, you know, to have, uh, you know, uh, our armed forces and what they, and what they serve, how they serve our freedom. And, you know, and granted I was younger, but so I was, so I was still developing, but then, then when I was shooting the unit, uh, myself and a couple buddies, you know, at a certain point we, everybody realized that look, our major, the, the mo- most of our fans are, are military. And, uh, and so we orchestrated this trip to the middle East and uh, we went over and, the, you know, they gave us an option. They were like, look, do you want to go to the green zone or do you want to actually get to guys that, that you know, don't see anybody come over and visit and, you know, and, and, and step outside? So we went to these little encampments that were getting, you know, just rocked daily. And, and, uh, and it was life changing, man. I mean, you know, one, I think I really I say this in interviews, but something that I, I you know, I. I thought, God, I wish I would have done this. And, you know, I just kind of feel like I missed a beat and I could have, I could have been that guy, you know? And so, uh, that happened. Uh, but it, but I really, uh, started to understand how, uh, my industry serves yours, you know, and, 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 and how, uh, what a tremendous organization the USO is to give guys, you know, an opportunity to, to just step away from the grind and actually, uh, and take a breather, you know? And, uh, and so it inspired me, you know, I thought, I don't think that any film that I'm aware of has ever given back to charity. So one, I want to do that because at that time that we went that really on the second trip, uh, you know, there were, there were guys coming back with TBIs and, and, uh, we were starting to realize how bad these IEDs were, were going to affect our troops, you know, and, and, um, so I started the process of writing this movie with that intention and, uh, you know, and it's developed over the years. You know, I talked to a lot of guys in the military that, you know, for like Scott and Tom, for instance, but, but, uh, you know, a lot of guys were saying, look, you got to talk about suicide. You got to talk about this. The thing, you know, is at a certain point I made a decision. I'm, I either have to make a documentary in which I can really get into mm-hmm. it, you know, or I have to make a film which qualifies as a movie. And that's also entertaining. So, you know, so I chose a film and, uh, and that really, to answer your question, that sort of began this journey, you know, and, uh, you know, along the way, man, I mean, it's just been this incredible collaboration. I reached out on social media, you know, I talked to, I have a lot of buddies that, 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 you know, are suffering, uh, sadly. And, uh, but I also reached out on, on social media and people sent in videos, people sent in, they jumped on the phone with me. I mean, they were so willing to collaborate. It was so cool. Uh, because these are things that look, I mean, I can pull from my life, you know, I'm a father, I know how to write that, you know, I go away on movies for six months at a time, I know what it's like to be away from my children, you know, so there's elements in the film that I can draw from. But obviously, uh, I've never been displaced, you know, I've never I don't have, uh, 
um, you know, physical injuries that, that, that hinder my, you know, my, my ability to be employed or so, so I reached out and I got uh, just a wealth of information to pull from, from, uh, Facebook, you know, and, uh, and my buddies and, uh, and, uh, you know, and so I started piecing it together. I'm going to shut me up because I'll just go, man. Yeah, no, no, it's it's incredible. And I I mean, I always hear stories about how difficult it is to get a film made. And it it seems like, you know, you must have really pulled out all the stops to to get this thing off the ground, both uh, professionally and personally. Yeah, it's very difficult. you know, and then we got this money. We, we, we shot the movie with two and a half million bucks and, uh, you know, and then it was my first time directing. So then you, you know, you get, I, you, you, you know, I, you, we finished the movie and I'm like in the corner praying that, that it actually cuts together and, you know, and it's not a complete disaster and, and, uh, you know, and it did. And, uh, and so that was the second hump, you know, and it looks good and it works. And, you know, I get these, man, I get 50 messages a day. Uh, and that's not an exaggeration on social media from, uh, soldiers that have been so profoundly, uh, affected by this film. And, uh, it's really reassuring, you know, it's, it's, uh, I know that I'm touching people, the critics in Hollywood were, were not harsh. They were fucking horrible, (laughs) dude. And, and I, I mean, it was such a kick in the balls. Can I swear on this? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, that, you know, and, and so if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, I, which I was, I I didn't want to bring that up, but yeah, let's get into that. I mean, it was, it's 25% from the critics, but it's five stars on every single platform that this movie's available across the board from anybody that's watched it. I mean, you know, of the audience reviews, there's maybe that I've run again and, you know, and I get on every now and again to see, you know, uh, if there's anything on there that, um, that I need to address because some people don't get it, but yeah. there's, uh, but there's, you know, I mean, maybe I've found like three or four people that went, you know, no, I just didn't bite. But, uh, but look, you know, the thing with the, with the, the critics is that, I would have preferred one. I think that if you re- if you read the reviews, you know they're tr- they try to make it political, and it's. I mean, oh. one guy was like, you know, criticized my use of country music. You know, somebody <laughs> somebody said something about waving the flag. Some woman said it seemed like a red state film. You know, it's like, come on. Yeah, I didn't get that impression. Play country music anymore. So, uh, you know, I would have loved them to say, you know, look, you don't. This is me talking. You don't need to like the film. But because we're trying to help veterans, just say, hey, it's a piece of shit. Don't watch it. (laughs) Buy it. Turn it on. Walk away. Because because there's a great effort behind this movie to help injured service people, you know, so at least support the effort. But 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 not one critic mentioned the charities. No one mentioned the give back and it's all over the press. I mean, it's, I mean, if you pull up my movie, it's set. The first thing you see is it's giving back to, to, uh, to charity. So 
it was disheartening, you know, and, and I'm about to direct, uh, two more movies. I'm leaving in about a week to go to New Mexico and do them. And, and, uh, and, uh, I won't be calling. I have my, my shit list that I'm putting together. <laughs> do, do you think film critics are just out of touch with the average American? I mean, because I just, it, it resonated with the audience clearly. Yeah. I, well, one thing I'm thinking of, I mean, it's, it's a different subject, but I, I recently saw that Bohemian Rhapsody film, and it's spoken there about how the how the critics panned Queen and and you know their songs like Bohemian Rhapsody and the and the fans loved it. So I don't know if it's just that disconnect between critics and and the audience itself. Well, here's the thing, you know, it's is there a disconnect? I mean, you know, if you if you come to Hollywood with the dream of becoming uh, you know, an actor and you fail, you become a critic. <laughs> you know, if you want to, if you're a filmmaker that can't get anything on celluloid, you know, you, you become a critic. So, you know, these guys are, they have chips on their shoulders, you know, they're, they're pencil pushers that sit in a cubicle all day and, you know, and have nothing better to do, but then to attack, you know, uh, people that, you know, that don't align with their thinking. So it's, uh, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of subject matter that had I tackled that, you know, that's timely. I'm not going to mention it, but you know, uh, they would have loved, uh, you know, if my, if my lead character was transgender, it would have uh, gotten five stars from the critics. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, it's, it's true. Just, it, it's so true, man. And I, and I'm not saying anything bad about transgenders. I'm just saying like, you know, that's what's fashionable right now in Hollywood. So, you know, my kid told me that he was like, dad, don't worry about it. You know, here's the deal, you know, and it's, it's uh, funny you say that by the way, because Jack and I, before we recorded, we're just talking about that. You were saying people are panning this upcoming Batgirl movie because, uh, Batwoman, I, I think they're making a film or a TV show or something. And that, and that, yeah, tell me. Well, and the, the actress, they, so Batwoman in the comic books is a lesbian and the actress they cast to play her is, um, I think she identifies as bisexual and she got attacked like viciously uh, by the social media horde saying that she's not gay enough to play that role. Which Which is exactly what you're saying. (laughs) Really? Yeah. There's levels of that. I didn't, I didn't know. Apparently. Uh, I, you know, Hey man, I, you know, look, they, they, uh, I, I, I just have no answers. I'm, 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 you know, I, I'm a little bit of an outsider here in Hollywood and I, I just, uh, you know, it, 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 it amazes me every day how it actually uh, functions. But uh, uh, I, the other thing I thought to ask you too, Max, uh, when I was watching the film is, uh, I want to ask if Will Gardner was a difficult role for you to play personally, because I, I noticed most of the, you know, when you play soldiers and, and so on in, in films, it's usually a man of action, a guy who has a mission to complete and Will Gardner is kind of the guy post-mission. Uh, he's kind of falling apart in so many ways. Uh, was that something difficult for you to, I, I don't know, capture all of those emotions? Uh, you know, it was, well, you know, I mean, it, it's, if I, to answer that, I'm going to touch back on, you know, what I was telling you before, what, sure. like in the preparation of writing it, you know, when I was reaching out to all my, all my social media friends that, you know, that information helped me play it. Uh, it was, you know, look, I mean, we had uh, a lot of veterans working behind the camera. So there, we hired veterans uh, for our crew. 
Um, you know, New Mexico has a great program for veterans. If you want to get into film, they'll, they'll, they'll give us a, a tax. I think we have, I think it was a tax break to hire veterans, which we wanted to do anyway. So it was a win-win. Um, and, uh, one of our stars is a veteran, which I'm going to tell you about in a second, but the, uh, to, you know, the, the, the toughest part for me, man, is like some of the guys on the set couldn't watch some of the, sh- the shots. Like there's a, you know, there's a, there's a, a scene that goes on forever of me in a motel room. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking. And, you know, one of the guys that worked on the movie, uh, had to walk away and, and, you know, uh, that was, it was tough, but, but at the end of our shoot, you know, people gave these speeches about, you know, being part of something that actually fucking mattered. You know what I mean? That, that, I mean, that, that they had been in this industry for so many decades and worked on so much, so much bullshit that didn't, 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 you know, that really didn't do anything for society and that they were like just really rooting for this thing to work, you know? And, and, uh, so that was amazing. There were so many emotional ups and downs with this, you know, that it, but look at the end of the day, I mean, was it difficult? It, it, uh, no, because it's something that I've been clawing to the walls to do for so long that, that, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I was just so eager to get on camera and, and tell the story. One of the, so, you know, let me tell you this. So the, so one of the guys, so we were, we, we had this role of this, this amputee, this Hispanic, uh, Marine and, uh, our casting director in Hollywood had all these big namey people for it, you know, and she was then, so we were about to pull the trigger on this one kid and the New Mexico casting director said, Hey, you got to meet this guy, Luis Bordonada. You know, he's, I think he's perfect. And I know you're about to cast somebody from LA, but please just do me this favor. So this guy comes in, he reads and he blows us away and he looks at us and he was like, listen, you know, uh, this story is really important to me, you know, and I don't know if you're good. If you give me the job, great. If you don't, great. But I want you to know that, you know, that my family served in the military, that I was in the army. So I'm a veteran myself. And uh, and I jumped a plane and my canopy got tangled and I bounced and I survived and it took me a decade to get anything out of the VA. Ten years it took me to get my benefits. And he, so he was like, this is my story, man, you know. And, and we were going to give him the part on the spot anyway. But then he told, <laughs> the, he told us this and we're like, oh, my God. So he went away. We, we, you know, we had our little meetings, da-da-da-da-da. He goes to Texas and he's off in Texas in his car. But I, so I call him to give him this role, man. And he, at the time that I give him, that I call, make this phone call, is living out of his vehicle. Holy so shit. Dude, I, I mean, I, it was like, so to give this guy, this kid, you know, I say kid, he's in his thirties, an opportunity, uh, you know, to have a lead in a movie, you know, and jumpstart his career and, you know, and get him up on his feet financially. And, and, you know, as a veteran, it was really like, that was such a fucking win for us. Like we were just, and he's so good in the film, you know, we become really good buddies. I'm going to try to put him in the next one. And, um, but anyway, I thought that was a cool story. That is really cool. And and despite being, you know, an indie film, there is some actual star power in this film also. Yeah, we've got Gary Sinise is in it. Um, 
Uh, Dermot Mulroney is in it. Uh, big stars. Robert Patrick from the mm-hmm. unit is in it. So, so, uh, the Colonel and Matt Gerhardt get to go, <laughs> go at it again. And, and, uh, that was fun. He's a good dude. And, and, um, who else? Omari Hardwick from the show Power is in it. He's amazing. Uh, Elizabeth Rome, Lily Rabe. Yeah, we had a really just a tremendous cast, man. I mean, so let me let me talk about this the the uh, the charities if you don't mind. Yeah, really please. Quick, just so I can get those in. So uh, there's three charities. They're getting ten percent of the profits each. One uh, is like we said, Warriors Heart, which is uh, Tom Spooner's charity out of Texas. Uh, they are. Uh, aiding veterans, uh, active duty service people, uh, first responders, uh, that are suffering from drug and alcohol dependencies. Right. So that's, that's a prerequisite. And then once you're in the program, you know, they, they also, um, obviously address TB, uh, or PTS and and whatever other, you know, conditions you suffer. Tom, uh, wanted to combine the two because he said the, the substance abuse ends up killing the guy first. So they have to treat that. And then once you, surmount that issue then go into the pts treatment and uh, they do some incredible work out there yeah, amazing i mean i've gotten uh you know messages from guys that have gone through that program that you know are just that you know one guy in particular just oh god it hit me so hard he was like man they they gave you know my kid their dad back and you know my wife or husband back i was gone you know and so yeah so they're changing lives uh there's another charity called higher ground which is based out of uh, sun valley idaho uh they use not only conventional therapies but also recreational therapies to uh to uh to aid veterans um they opened up a branch in la which is addressing the homeless veteran community here in southern california which is great uh and something i'm passionate about um, and then lastly, the Gary Sinise Foundation, uh, you know, Gary's a buddy. Like I said, he's in the movies, amazing in the film. But his, in, you know, for the, I'm sure everybody on your uh, program is aware, <laughs> but for those that aren't, you know, Gary not only travels the world entertaining the troops through his band, but they, you know, he's building homes for veterans. Yep. He's retrofitting homes for veterans that, that are disabled. He's, uh, you know, he took like thousands of Gold Star moms and their kids to Disneyland. I mean, he's just all over the map and he's really uh, a force in, in the, in the community. Yeah, so Mike Schlitz has done a lot of work with him. And I mean, I, everything I've always heard is that, you know, Gary Sinise is the real deal really does some tremendous work. I, I'm in constant awe of he's, you know, look, he's dedicated his life to, uh, to serving vets, you know, uh, and, and, and he, try booking him on something. I mean, he literally has zero time (laughs) to do anything else. And, you know, it's become this, it started small and now it's this massive, uh, foundation that really is, uh, is doing a lot of good, man. So, uh, yeah. What's the main thing that you hope to accomplish with this film? Other than of course, raising money for veterans groups, which is most important. I know, but for the average person seeing this film, whether they're a veteran, they're a civilian, what do you want them to get out of this? You know, I I think that, you know, like I said, I want it to serve as a reminder because, uh, you know, I, I think that when, when uh, you know, veterans uh, injured, let's say you're injured veterans or you're not, you know, in the news anymore, you forget. 
you know, that, uh, that it exists, you move on, you move on to, you know, other things, the new, you know, the elections or the, whatever it is, you know, and, 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 and I, th- and, and it, it, it's crucial that we remember, uh, that there's people that, and, and I said to people, I'm not, it's not a handful. Like there are, uh, at the end of my movie, there's some very sobering statistics that we put up, uh, on screen. You know, there are hundreds of thousands of veterans that have been affected by these injuries and can, you know, and, and conditions. So, uh, I want people to remember that. I want people to, 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 you know, make an effort to, uh, to get involved and, and help out, you know, and not say you support veterans, but actually do something to support a veteran and, you know, not be a talker, you know, but, but show some action. And, you know, look, one of the things that, you know, I say I'm passionate about homeless veterans. I mean, you know, one of the things that that occurred to me, uh, in the, while I was writing this thing is like, you know, you pass these guys on the street holding up these signs, you know, and, and, uh, you know, look, I mean, it, well, I think at one point we're probably all guilty of, you know, being in a rush and avoiding eye contact and not wanting to like, you know, and, and sort of flying by them. But, but the, but the reality is that that guy, that man or woman, you know, may have served your fucking country, you know? And, and so it, it, it's, it's crucial that, we help these, you know, our veterans out, man. I mean, this is a voluntary military. If you don't, if you, if you don't, if they, this, this is, here's, here's, this is interesting. This is something that Scott Spooner and I were saying, you know, is that we put, we invest so much money into our soldiers and to, into turning them into soldiers. We put them through basic, we put them through specialty schools. We, you know, it's a whole thing. If we put as much energy and, and money and resources into their exit from combat back into, uh, into society, we wouldn't have these problems. Yeah. You know, so that's awareness. It's a conversation. So really, you know, if I start a conversation, which I know I have, then 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 it's you know, then we're on the right track. I I thought. No, go ahead, Max. No, I was just going to say, so hopefully the movie does that. You know, I, I was just going to agree in the sense that, you know, based on the first half of the film that I've seen so far, uh you know, the first scene, Will Gardner is, you know, sitting in the bathtub, pissing himself. You know, he's in, uh, he's, it looks like he's hit rock bottom. Yeah. You know, the police drag him outside. I, I'm, I know you know this. I'm saying this for our listeners. <laughs> but um, I, I thought it was interesting because he, you look like the typical, you know, vision we have of the homeless vet on the side of the street. And then what the rest of the film begins to do is unpack that and show who this guy is as a human being. And it'll make you think the next time, and I am guilty of it as well, seeing the guy on the side of the street and you're trying not to look at him or not to pay attention. This film unpacks that and, and starts to say, well, who is this guy? What led him to get to this place? Yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's the movie. I mean, that's what I, cause I, so I wanted you, I want you to, you know, I want you to obviously know and love this guy. So there's comedy in the film. There's some goofy comedy that I think is hilarious. And, and, uh, but you know, but you also need to unravel everything and see his potential and, you know, and, and show that something, you know, as simple as a motorcycle, man, as a means of transportation, you know, is, 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 is an absolute 
you know, key to this guy's freedom. It's the door to his freedom. And, uh, and, and it, and it, uh, and it provides him so many opportunities. And when he loses it, he's back where he started. So it's really, you know, uh, I just didn't want a Hollywood, you know, I didn't want to make the Hollywood version of this thing. I didn't want to, I didn't want people to have to sit through two hours of watching somebody suffer. It's not that it's not a combat film, although there's little pieces of like stylized combat Mm -hmm. in there, but it's, uh, but, uh, you know, but it's, but it's, 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 you know, it's a story and I hope that it inspires, uh, soldiers to come forward and ask for help, you know, the, those that aren't, because I know that, uh, in my experience, you know, because my base of friends is largely military and, you know, I know that, that, you know, at certain points, you know, people, there, there, there was a stigma attached to coming forward. I think that, I think we've chipped away at that a little bit, but, you know, I know that soldiers, you know, it's, it's, here's the thing. It's not a show of weakness to ask for help. Yeah. That's the bottom line, you know? So, so when you understand that, you know, you go to warrior's heart, go walk through that, that facility, you know, there's some like, big, <laughs> that, you know, look like that, you know, they're the ones that are, you know, are on the front lines, you know, while running into the fire, into the fight, you know? So these are guys that have, that have, that have decided to come forward and ask for help. So it's not wrong. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I just hope people support that. I, I know they will. And the people who go and seek out that treatment at places like warrior heart or, or going through the treatment process at VA, I've seen guys make this transition where it's like from night to day, like you said before, you know, that, that it's like they get their life back. It's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing what they're doing. I, 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 I was there, uh, I went, uh, to do the drinking bros podcast in Texas. (laughs) And, uh, and anyway, I went to the, the facility with my buddy and, and man, we, you know, we pulled over on the side of the road and, and, uh, and just sat there and just sat there in his truck, you know, and, and, uh, it, uh, it's, uh, it's heavy, it's heavy and it's, and it's, and it's, uh, and it's beautiful, you know? Well, I also wanted to hit you up about, you mentioned the humor in the film too, on the lighter side, uh, being mistaken for Brian Cranston. Is that actually a thing? Well, here's the thing. It's like, I right now look nothing like Brian Cranston and he's older than me. So, but the, but at one point I shaved my head and I had a goatee (laughs) and people were coming up to me left and right going, you look so much like this guy. Like I can't, you know, and so I, I, you know, I wanted to, I wanted a a running joke in there. And so I, you know, obviously I have this, this beard that, uh, that, you know, I didn't even know I could grow anything like this. I mean, it's like a fucking massive mound yeah, of yeah. hair on my face. And, uh, and I found a photo of Brian Cranston online that with the exact same beard. And so I think in the movie, when you see the two photos, you know, then it sells the, uh, you know, the mistaken identity, but, um, but yeah, you know, and, I, and the actress that that's in the film pulls it off, man. I mean, I sat her down. I was like, "Look, if you don't sell this, the movie is gonna fail miserably." <laughs> miserably. So uh, she she sold the shit out of it. As as a guy who deals with voices, the thing that I noticed is is I think Max has the same voice as Pat McNamara. <laughs> very, very similar. I don't know if you're familiar with Pat. 
Uh-uh. Okay, so yeah, he's a former uh, Delta guy, but you guys have that same uh, deep, raspy voice. But uh, all right, let's get it done. <laughs> yeah, it, if you get a chance to hear his stuff, you'll you'll hear it. But um, I was also wondering. I mean, there's been a few films here and there in Hollywood speaking about these same issues that have gotten a big push. Um, the one that comes to mind for me is "Thank You for Your Service." Uh, one of our writers, Alex, got to meet with the people behind that film. So I'm just wondering, what do you think separates um, Will Gardner from a film like that? Well, I mean, I would say the charitable effort, you know, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I'm sad to say I haven't seen that movie. But uh, but, you know, look, I mean, <clears throat> uh, God, I guess I should see it. I, I, I um, you know, I it, it, was there was there a charitable effort behind that? That I don't know enough about, but I just I know it was another yeah. film dealing with you know the struggle of veterans coming back. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it either, so I, I really couldn't even comment either. Yeah, I don't know, man. To tell you the truth, um, I, I just I think the big thing for us is is you know is the give back, you know, and and so. You know, look, I mean, you know, as, a, as an actor, entertainer, musician, whatever you got, you have the eyes and ears of so many people, yeah. you know, and, and, and uh, you know, you can do so much good with it or you can just be, you know, a self-absorbed, you know, uh, narcissist, you know, that, that, you know, I mean, or, or it, so it, the cho- it's the opportunity, you know, to do something with your celebrity is there, you know, so uh, the fact that that you know, it hasn't done before been done before is really, uh, mind blowing to me, but anyway, hopefully we're, we're, you know, we'll lead the way in a new, uh, a new, uh, effort, you know? Gotcha. And as I mentioned, the Blu-ray and DVD come out February 19th, any cool features on that, that, uh, for people who have seen the film that they'll get to check out. Yeah, there's a lot of interviews, some great interviews uh, at the end of the of the the the, the DVD and the Blu-ray. Uh, my producing partner, Mike Haggerty, his wife is uh, her name's Laura Oakman, and she's a, an NFL uh, on-field reporter. Uh, if you, when you see her, you, everybody you know if you're a football fan, you'll know. Uh, she conducts these interviews that are just they're really wonderful. So there's that. Uh, I think we may have put in a deleted scene. Don't quote me, but I think so. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So the 19th that come, they, those come out, uh, you can pre-order now on Amazon. Uh, the movie's still available on VOD and, and, you know, any of the digital platforms, Amazon, iTunes, all that. So, Max, while we have you here, of course, we have to probe a little bit. I, can we get you to leak any details about these uh, next projects you're working on? You said you're directing two more films. Yeah, so the so I'm doing a uh, a movie called Coyote, which is part of uh, a deal that I made with the company that bought uh, Will Gardner, and it's kind of like a No Country for Old Men meets Charles Bronson. I play this this former hitman that gets into it with this. Uh, these gang bangers and, and, uh, and I just lay waste uh, (laughs) (laughs) for two hours. So if you're uh, an action film gun guy, you'll love that. And then, uh, uh, and then the other film is, is something that, man, I, you know, I, I wasn't sure I was going to like it. And it's so funny. Uh, it's called the Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And it's, uh, it's, I'm just directing that. 
and it's it's like underground WWE type wrestlers meet uh, meets these infected fans, and uh, it's just it's <laughs> that's the, awesome. It's, oh god, it's amazing. There's definitely so, a market uh, for that because that reminds me of that. Uh, what was it, Helen Keller versus Night Wolves or Werewolves? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a total market for it. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. my friend Sam actually on his birthday he rented out a theater uh, and uh, in Yonkers, and we all saw that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going to do those. I leave in about a week and a half, and and uh, we're just we're going to knock them out back to back. Holy so, shit! Um, yeah. So those will come out. Coyote will come out uh, next year, and uh, probably as the, the same for the, the Manson Brothers. Nice, very cool, man. So I mean, that's like a departure from this film, but uh, this is what you're promoting, of course. So everybody. Yeah pre-order it uh it'll be out in just a few days from when you hear this the blu-ray and dvd february 19th of uh sergeant will gardner uh max is on twitter and instagram at max martini la uh anything else man this has been a pleasure yeah it, my pleasure and and uh and like you said long time coming i've been dying sure. to get on the show and and uh, love what you guys do so uh, thanks for having me thanks for for you know helping promote the film it's a huge assist uh, you know, and, and yeah, please go see it. Uh, you know, the, 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 the work's been done. If just, you know, if you, if you, if you put eyes on it, you're helping our, our cause. And, and, uh, and I just thank everybody out there. That's a veteran for what they've done for this country. Nice yeah. man. We'd, we'd love to have you back on. I mean, one of our recent guests, uh, is a former Marine who just got a recurring role in a uh, true detective. And we kind of got into veterans making the transition Michael uh, Broderick? Yeah. Oh, he's a buddy of mine, yeah, and his wife. We, I've known her forever. Yeah, so we, we were do- discussing, yeah, the transition of uh, veterans to Hollywood. So maybe if we have you back on, we can get more into that. I mean, including, as you said, one of the stars of this film and, and the crew on the film, there's definitely no shortage of uh, guys in the military who want to do what you do or work with someone like you. A hundred percent, anytime. Yeah, thanks so much for taking some time out of your day for us today, Max. And um, I can't wait to finish watching the uh, the film tonight. I won't go tear you up on Rotten Tomatoes or anything. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. I can't take another beating. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks, you guys. Great to talk to you. Thanks, yeah, Max. thank you. Bye. Great finally having Max Martini on the podcast, as we mentioned, long time coming. Someone we've wanted to have on for a while. Someone there's been an outcry to get on. And uh, glad we did it. Be sure to check out Crate Club. We have different tiers of membership depending on how prepared you want to be. And gift options are available as well. Scott Whitner from the Loadout Room. Army Ranger Drew Wallace, who you've heard on the show. And all the other guys from Hurricane involved with Crate Club are putting together great gear. Actually just saw uh, Admir, a couple uh, offices away, who does a lot of the warehouse work. And they're working hard. 100% custom made products in 2019 this year everything from sunglass cases to edc bags and other manly products it's a club for men by men you can check that all out at crateclub.us once again that's crateclub.us if you're not already a member of the spec ops channel sign up today that's our channel that offers the most exclusive shows documentaries and interviews covering the most exciting military content today the spec ops premiere show training cell 
follows former special operations forces as they participate in the most advanced training in the country. Everything from shooting schools, defensive driving, jungle and winter warfare, climbing, and a whole lot more. Again, you could watch this all by subscribing to the Spec Ops channel at specopschannel.com. People often ask about the uh, inside the team rooms. Those are up at the Spec Ops channel. So for only $4.99 a month, you can become a member at specopschannel.com. Sign up today. Last but not least, the latest thing we've been pushing here that we hope you all become a member of, it's getting stellar reviews, the News Rep Financial Report. Exclusive information that you can act on today to secure a brighter future for tomorrow. Those who are signed up are loving this. The News Rep Financial Report can help you discover new investment strategies in the defense sector. Defense industry stocks can be a lucrative investment if you buy at the right time. Our team of foreign policy, security, and military experts provide real-time intelligence for stocks based on global trends that affect financial markets in the national defense industry. By subscribing now, you'll get exclusive access to our industry expertise, the News Rep Financial Newsletter Advantage. Our team offers unmatched defense industry familiarity and expertise, unbiased knowledge of geopolitical trends, full access to NewsRep's foreign policy, security, and financial intelligence platform, and access to our team of experts and analysts. So just go to the FinRep tab. It's at the top of the NewsRep.com to sign up. That's FinRep on the top of the NewsRep.com. Be sure to check it out. Great having Max on. Follow Max at MaxMartiniLA. Uh, you can follow Jack on Twitter at uh, JackMurphyRGR. I'm at Ian Scotto. Uh, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that at Soprep Radio. And uh, I guess that covers everything, That's man. It. See you next week. Yeah. Check out Sergeant Will Gardner. Uh, order the DVD or Blu-ray, whichever you prefer. And always great to see all those features. And uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, with the new episode on Wednesday. You've been listening to Soft Rep Radio. New episodes up every Wednesday and Friday. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Soft Rep Radio.